Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's up, loves? Welcome to Self-Care in Real Life, a podcast where we obsess over giving women the tools that they need to choose happiness and create more joyful moments. I am your host, best-selling author and lifestyle blogger, Ty Alexander, and I'm basically your new wellness hype girl, so welcome to the party. (laughs) I'm so corny. Before we take a deep dive into today's episode, I want to remind you to be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you've enjoyed the podcast so far. You can also head over to our website, selfcareirl.com to sign up for our exclusive membership community, which is filled with gems that I have curated just for you to help you cultivate life-shifting healing experiences. So let's get right into today's episode. Hopefully you have already listened to episode 28, which is part one of So I Had a Hysterectomy and It Wasn't What I Expected. Um... I'm going to start by saying that this experience was probably my most recent because I have, you know, trauma exists throughout your life. But this is probably the most recent really traumatizing experience that has happened to me and really made me think like I don't ever want to be cut open for nothing. And I'm going to be very transparent and say that I had entertained lightly, loosely the idea of having a tummy tuck. I had entertained the idea of having lipo all of the above, girl, all of those ideas, poof, gone with the wind, okay? So surgery day, things go relatively well. Um, We're a little behind again because the blood transfusion is taking a little longer, then my name is spelled wrong and the nurse actually catches it, which I was annoyed at at first, but then she explained to me that if your name is spelled wrong, then when they go to submit it to the insurance, it'll be a hassle because they're like, who's this person? They're not covered, whatever. So she fixes it. That takes a smooth 45 minutes, okay? Um, Because then they got to fix it in the back end. They got to print all these new things, all these paper, like everything got to be reprinted. Okay, fine. Then the anesthesiologist and his team come in. He was a complete weirdo. Like (laughs) if being weird to a patient was a person, he is that. And so I kind of ignored it because I didn't want to get, you know, uncomfortable or, you know, I just was like, let me just calm my nerves and get into a a space of of safety in my mind. Right. Um, But he's just like the old white guy that is weird and making these oddly what he feels to be funny jokes. And you're like, why are you being weird to me? Like, (laughs) can we just anyway? So he explains the process. They give me this pill that's supposed to like put me in this state, like the supreme state of relaxation, right? Which it does because I am in and out. Like I remember a little bit, I remember bits and pieces. Um, 
And then I get to the operating room. I remember seeing all the doctors there, people holding my hand, everything's going to be okay. And then I remember um, them saying, okay, we're going to start um, putting the, all the stuff in your body to make you go to sleep through the IV. And in seconds, I'm out, right? So normally this surgery takes about two, three hours. My surgery was six and here's why. And these are my doctor's exact words. She's like, your bowels got in my way the entire surgery. And so the visual that I have in my own head, because again, I'm not a surgeon, but I have this visual of like my bowels, which from every picture I've seen, they've kind of been um, compressed. And so I envision my bowels being uncompressed and kind of just a rope unraveled out. And so when I mentioned that to her, she was like, that's exactly what happened. And from what I've heard or come to understand from medical professionals, once you touch your bowels, it's all hell breaks loose. They'll never be the same. So I get out of surgery. The first few hours, I'm okay. Whatever drug they had given me, I'm cool. I've got the, um, I'm laying flat. I've got the waist trainer on me. I'm cool, right? Hours have gone by and I've been asleep. Like I remember that was the first time that I had really, really slept since when I went to the ER the day before. Baby girl, I wake up in pain. Like I have never even, and I have a whole child, like my child is 26. I've had natural childbirth, but I have never in my entire life felt this kind of pain. Like it felt like Simone Biles and the U.S. Olympic team was down in my belly winning all the awards, doing their flips. They're flipping each other. Like, I'm like, what is happening in my belly? So I'm screaming, the people come in and they're trying to calm me down. She says, do you want morphine? I first, my first instinct is no, right? I say, no, I do not want any morphine. Mainly because, and a lot of you know this, my dad was, is a drug addict. And so I am definitely afraid of drugs. Like I barely smoke weed. Like it's just not drugs in me. I'm just very, um, I believe that addiction is hereditary. I believe that addiction is a habit that is passed down um, through families and just try, like, I, there's just so much to unpack with with my father's addiction. I don't want to chance it even in my sickness. So I'm like, no, I will suck this up. Girl, 30 minutes later, I was like, give me the morphine. <laughs> give it to me now. So they give me the morphine. Um, girl, I am lit, like, I asked that lady, <laughs> no, that lady being the nurse, I said, can you please hold my hand? I said, I feel like I'm not here. She said, what? I said, I feel like, and mind you, I'm really whispering to her. I said, I, f- I feel like I'm not here. Like, I feel like I'm like, I'm, I'm going up top. She, so she laughs a little bit, but she holds my hand because at this point it's kind of awkward. And so she's holding my hand and I am having the most, I almost to God experience that I've ever had. Like I've ne- like it, I was at the gate sis. Okay. <laughs> and I am just like, like I, I, I can't even fully explain 
that experience. But what I do know, honey, sister, child, I don't want no more morphine. Okay. Just, I don't want it. And this podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Has the ongoing pandemic left you feeling like you're in a fog? Are you standing in your own way of goals because you just don't feel that motivation you need to tackle your day? No matter what you're struggling with, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. The typical concerns that hold people back from starting therapy are cost and finding the right fit. BetterHelp makes it easy to switch therapists and it's more affordable than traditional offline therapy. They even offer financial aid. You can set up weekly video or phone sessions with your therapist and also message them at any time and receive a timely and thoughtful response. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash self-care IRL. Visit betterhelp.com slash self-care IRL and join the over 2 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. So another thing to note about like morphine or those kind of narcotics the parallels of 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 the experience are so high and low like you're really really high and then you're just like dumped off at the bottom so i was it was about 15 minutes of no pain and then it was like moderate and i was like well that's dumb i don't want any more of this so they give me something else in my iv uh began with a d don't ask me to remember because i don't um and it works i'm doing okay But then the nurse also gives me Motrin and a Tylenol all within like two hours orally. And so about an hour or two later, it's just sitting in my throat and now I have heartburn. So fast forward to about three or four hours later and now the heartburn has turned into nausea and I am officially miserable. I'm in pain. The heartburn is kind of still there, but it really feels like nausea. I have to throw up, but now I have a mini anxiety attack because I know that if I throw up, it is going to be the worst pain that I've ever felt because coughing hurts. So I know the action of actually throwing up is going to be extremely painful. So I'm literally having this mini panic attack. And so finally they give me some nausea medicine, which doesn't work. I say to the nurse, give me that bowl over there. I'm going to throw up at some point. I just want to be prepared because I don't want to make a mess on myself. Honey, guess what? 20 minutes later and I'm making a mess on myself. That stuff came out like the exorcist. It is like shooting out like a hose on Power Ranger mode. And it just keeps coming. I am blah, blah, blah. Sorry for audio visual. But just so you know, I am, I'm throwing up for a good three minutes and I am officially miserable. I have never in my life felt this kind of pain. They call it the core for a reason. Everything I did, coughed, I had to sneeze, talking hurt, like everything hurt and nothing was working. During my stay, I did realize that the hospital that I was at had the nice nurses with the stellar bedside manner working during the day and at night 
you get the nurses who are in school trying to study who do not want to be bothered for nothing. So the shift changes and OMG, I'm stuck with two nurses who wouldn't care if two monkeys and a horse showed up to play in my bedroom. They are like robots in and out every hour just to check my vital signs. And when I complained about the pain, they just handed me the Tylenol to take. I remember saying, nearly begging, like this, guys, 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 this isn't working. This is more than Tylenol pain. And of course, the more pills I took, the more I vomited. And I mean like violently vomit. So because I am vomiting, the bright nurses at night who would rather study and wouldn't care if two monkeys and a horse showed up to play in my room now believe that it's the pain medicine in my IV that's making me sick. I am thinking to myself, are y'all like dumb or you dumb dumb? It's clearly the pills that you are making me pop every single hour on the hour that's making me sick. So now when I'm asking for the IV drugs, the nurses who'd rather study and wouldn't care if two monkeys and a horse showed up in my room to play are telling me that the doctor has discontinued the order for the IV drugs. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And on top of that, he only wants me to take Tylenol extra strength. Whoa, buddy. Because, again, they think the IV drugs are making me sick. Now, you guys know that I love to celebrate the holidays. If I could, I would leave my decorations up all year around. But what you might not know is that one of my favorite things to do during the holidays is to curl up on the couch with some good TV. And I can't believe all of the amazing shows that Acorn TV has to offer. There's something for everyone on Acorn TV. You can watch a murder mystery one night and a cozy heartwarming show the next. Doglish is an Acorn TV original exclusive series set in the mid-1970s in England. So if you're missing out on travel because of the pandemic, enjoy majestic scenery through the TV screen. Acorn TV is so easy to access whether you prefer to watch on your TV or your mobile devices. And it's only $5.99 a month for thousands of hours of content. Try Acorn TV for 30 days now by going to acorn.tv and use my promo code self-care. But remember, you have to type it in all lowercase letters. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV code self-care to get your first 30 days on me for free. I am doing my best, like my best magician work to not talk to them like the idiots I think they are because at the end of the day, I am in the hospital and I need them to help me, but it is becoming a hard task, sis. It's like 2 a.m. and I finally say to myself, I have to advocate, like I have to, this this cannot be life. So I asked to speak to a supervisor. <laughs> I asked to speak with the OBGYN on duty because something is missing in translation here. Like you're not 
hearing me. The one nurse says to me, well, she's busy with surgeries and helping other patients. I legit looked at this lady and I pierced her soul with so much anger before I said to her, I am a patient too. I wait. Obviously, I have nowhere to go. She legit rolled her eyes at me and walked out the door. Guys, the next hour when she came back in, I told that lady, I bet not see you in these streets. The threat was real and I meant it. Her name was Shayna and I swear on sight, on sight, Shayna, on sight. So it's around 4 a.m. and the OBGYN on duty finally comes in to see me. It's this little black girl. And by little, I only mean young, like probably late 20s, but I am relieved. I'm thinking, oh my God, yes, she looks like me. She'll understand me. She'll help me. Girl, no, she is on their side talking all the same mess that they were talking about when they came in there an hour ago. And honestly, if there are any nurses or doctors listening to this podcast episode, I need you to join our community on Patreon, patreon.com slash self-care IRL. And explain this to me, like, or explain this to us, because I know I am not alone on this. Why is it, or what is it with nurses and doctors not listening to us when we voice concern about pain? Why do you think we're all just fiending for more drugs? I just don't understand. And it's upsetting me and my girlfriends. If I am in pain, I am in pain. Anywho's. The next day finally creeps in and the shift changes. I am literally staying awake and praying for the faster reveal of daylight so that the nice nurses with the stellar bedside service can just appear. Magically, Gina comes in. She's all chipper, like she sleeps good at night and prays before dinner. She wrote her name on the whiteboard and even put a little heart over the eye. Gina is from Long Island. We have the most pleasant conversation for a smooth 60 seconds, but it fills me up so much. Like that was the 60 seconds I need to restore my faith in humanity because I was losing it. Okay. She ends our pleasantries with, I think I have a solution for your pain. Y'all inside I'm screaming. Then she says, I'm just waiting for the doctor to approve it. I'm like, mm, I don't know the doctor's on our side. Then she hits me with, but once I take this catheter out, you've got two hours to try and pee. And I also want you to try to get out of bed. I rolled my eyes, but I'm obliging because Gina is literally like God. Like God has dropped Gina off at the hospital bed and is like, go at it. I tried to ask her if taking the catheter out would hurt, but in two seconds, that damn catheter was out. <laughs> I was like, wow, you're a sneaky one, huh, Gina? Okay, so now the catheter is out, but I am struggling to pee. My body is deeply confused. Like, my body is so confused. Like, I can feel the urge to pee, but my body is like, well, where's that tube that y'all had here an hour ago? Like, we were just using it. Why you take it out? Like, well, like, huh? So about a half hour, maybe an hour later, she comes in and she gives me the bad news that if I don't pee in the next hour, they got to stick the tiny tube back up in there and force the pee out. My mom was like, oh, hell no, 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 no. <laughs> and 30 minutes later, sis peed. Looking back, this was my best hospital stay day. 
Gina was like an old friend from high school who was smart and funny, but knew all your favorites. So every time she came in, it was all laughs and jokes. My husband was there too, just for reference, because the Panda Express is still outside. Unless you're dying, visits are very limited, like no overnight guests at all. You can only stay for three, four hours. Again, of course, unless you're dying. So anxiety begins to set in because I know that Gina is about to leave for the day and I am hoping and praying that the two nurses at night who are still in school studying, who don't want to be bothered, who also wouldn't care if two monkeys and a horse showed up to play in my room, (laughs) aren't on duty again. Joke is on me because in walks Grinch number one and two to come and write their names on the whiteboard and it feels like some kind of lesson on having balance or patience or something At least that's what I'm telling myself because I do not understand why the dear Lord God would torture me in this way unless there was a lesson for me to learn. So I'm going to chalk it up as I need to learn how to balance and have some patience. There are certain things in life that are difficult to understand, but knowing how to feel your best should not be one of them. Everly Well can help you learn more about your body so that you can take control of your health and wellness on your own time. Everly Well offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted physician-reviewed results. Choose from tests including food sensitivity, metabolism, sleep and stress, thyroid, and so much more. So here's how it works. Everly ships your tests straight to your door with everything needed for a simple sample collection. Return the test to a CLIA certified lab with a prepaid shipping label. Then your physician reviewed results and insights are sent to your device in just days. I took the sleep and stress test. Oh my goodness. She's not sleeping well and she's stressed. But I was pleasantly surprised at how quick the results came back and how easy they were to understand. Here's the great news for you. For listeners of our show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everly.com slash tie. That's everly.com slash T-Y for 20% off your at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash tie. So the caveat or the good news or the upside, whatever, is that thanks to Gina, I am now on Tremadol via IV every two hours. Before she had left, she explained that Tremadol is like a superior version of Advil. I don't really care what it is. All I know is that it's working. The two night nurses at this point are like gnats in the wind to me because y'all, I'm high. Like I'm high high, but in the best way possible because I'm no longer in pain. I am finally able to sleep. Everything is on the up and up. So my real OBGYN comes in to visit me. I think this is like Saturday. Yeah, this is Saturday. Saturday, my OBGYN comes to visit me. She checks out the wound area. She takes off the bandages. She explains to me that I had um, like skin stitches. They're like the the stitches that kind of um, skin tape, I think is what it's called. And it kind of just... Uh, closes the the wound it's not like stitches or anything and really cool whatever easily healed whatever this is also where she explained my bowel issues and how long the surgery took and all that kind of good stuff but she came in and she said that once i passed gas or did a number two i could go home i am yee hauling inside like oh yes i can do this so 
She says, I'm going to give you some stool softener to help us along with the process. So now I'm getting stool softener every two hours. I swear, y'all, they don't want to give you narcotics, but them Gen Pop pills are in abundance. <laughs> like, So for reference, by this time, I've taken four doses of stool softeners. Here's where you cheer because I first farted and then immediately I boo-booed. Sigh of big behind relief. I can now ditch this hospital gown for my fuzzy, cozy set from Target that's awaiting me at home. Problem is, remember, we've got four doses of stool softeners in my body. Girl, within the hour, I was having violent diarrhea. And I can't really think of any other word but violent. But it was like bombs over Baghdad kind of violent. Like Captain America Civil War in HD. I'm sorry, no, in 4K. Like this is what's happening down in my stomach. So now I'm basically back to miserable again. The tremadol puts me to sleep, but I am awakened by the saving private Ryan screening that's happening in my tummy every two hours. I'm a trooper though. I begin to recite the Lord's prayer in Psalms 23 because that is all the church sis has in her. I start to repeat affirmations like this moment is not forever. I will be okay. But honestly, guys, it feels like the end again. It's giving very much Elizabeth, I'm coming home to see you kind of vibes. I'm still in awe of how I was able to manage that kind of pain. Like it's wild to me, but the staff is rushing me to eat and walk down what feels like miles down the hall. I'm sure it was like 10 steps, but anyway, so it's becoming really clear to me that they want or need this bed. Sunday comes around and my OBGYN comes back in to see me to check on the wound and says, you're free to go. I'm like, but girl, Pearl Harbor is still playing on repeat in my stomach. So she says, I'm going to prescribe you something for the diarrhea, give you some gas X, some Oxycontin and some Motrin, and you're good to go. When I got home, y'all, it was tragedy again. In the next episode, part three, the last and final episode of my hysterectomy story, I am going to share what happened when I was sent home too early And I will also share some of the heartwarming testimonies that you all sent me. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am incredibly grateful for our connection. Thank you for leaning into these hard conversations with me. And a special thank you to those of you who are faithfully listening and supporting the podcast each week. If you'd like to continue our conversations or you just have a story to share, please consider joining our community. You can log on to patreon.com slash self-care IRL. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash self-care IRL. And if you enjoyed and loved this episode, do me a favor and submit your review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, just wherever you are listening to me today. Also, I kind of think you like me, like we go together or something. So go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can be the first to get new episodes each and every Sunday. And I want to encourage you to share this episode on your IG stories, Twitter, Facebook. Just do your girl a favor and share it so we can keep the conversation going. And when you do share it, make sure you tag me 
I am at Ty Alexander and at Self Care IRL. Again, thank you so much for listening to me today. And until next time, toodles. Hey.